Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul, the space to deepen your inner awakening and activate your highest expression. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, and I'm so grateful that you are here, taking the time to tune in for what will be our last episode for 23, and then after a three-week hiatus, we'll pick back up on Tuesday, January 9th of next year, and I will be releasing um, our first episode of 24 with a very special guest, James McRae. Some of you may be familiar with his very popular Instagram account called Words Are Vibrations. He's also got another Instagram account called The Sunflower Club and a podcast and many books and all the things. And and, um, I've recently become connected with him and I'm just, I've been following his work for a few years, but I'm just really excited to bring that conversation with you because we are all about creating, right? That's the antithesis of so much grief and despair and death on the planet right now. So it's it's a timely conversation to kick off the new year. So I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you then. In the meantime, what today's episode represents for me is um, a bit of gratitude for 23 and all that it has represented, high-level concepts to share with you. And then we're going to move into uh, beautiful visions and the sacred reciprocity required uh, for those visions to be birthed into the world um, in far more ease and authenticity for the new year. So for 23, I mean, I'm just so grateful for a most important year. It's interesting because one of my very special guests, RJ Spina, who was on the show back in March, I believe, of this year, he made that statement. He said that 2023 was going to be the most important year in the history of humanity. And I was like, huh? How so? Why so? And then he went on to share his point of view. And really it was us individually awakening to the truth of who we are and our own innate cosmic birthright and power, right? And then how that impacts the collective and then what it's forcing us to see, right? So the stronger that we become, the more that we can see and the more that we can be with what we can see. And then of course, the invitation is always to take a look within, right? It does not work any other way. So the more than we can be with our own darkness, our own shadow inside ourselves and really begin to feel and to heal, the more that we can be with anything on our path and not get hooked by all of the propaganda and all the fear-mongering that is everywhere present in mainstream media and the quote news and all those things, right? So it's really looking to our connection with the divine realm, however you refer to that, and that channel of intuition and insight and deep listening that's required, right, to cultivate that um, ability to hear the messages um, that is all part of that same process. So when he said that, it was like, ah, it just, it, for me, it was a bit of a mandate on my soul. I don't know if you heard it in the same way, but I did. And I was like, okay, you know, what patterns need to die, right? Um, And so that was what really spawned me knowing that at some point in 2023, I would let go forevermore of the cigarettes that I was still sneaking. When I say sneaking, who was I sneaking it from, right? But that I was, but that's what I would call it. That's what ego wanted to call it. Um, But that I was still indulging in, enjoying in the evenings. And so to cut that free in June, halfway through the year, just a couple months after my conversation with RJ, and then to do all the deep inner work around ooh, reconciling the emotions that never fully um, were known and felt and seen and understood and acknowledged of my 14 adolescent self. And that's what these past six months have represented. 
almost to the day. So it's been a beautiful healing journey. And I'm just so grateful because I've never felt more clear and connected and calm and grounded and embodied. Doesn't mean that the flare-ups don't happen. Of course, there's going to always be more to um, heal and alchemize and to be with. And I mean, as you continue to peel back the layers, you see, oh, there's another root. And that's the journey that I'm on and I'm willing to be on it. And I'm willing just to continue to get quieter and quieter and to go deep within because I've experienced the magic that happens when I do. So when he shared that, I totally got it. And so... (laughs) a most important 2023 for many of us, right? Like things are accelerating and intensifying within the agenda, so to speak. And, um, what's good, what's good about that, because I look for the divine good always is that so much is coming to the light, you know, it's like all the corruptions in the systems everywhere, including in especially mainstream media and, and government and big tech and big pharma and the education system and all the things, right? And so for that, it's, it's really hard to be with, but at the same time, we are seeing it. And many, 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 I don't know if it's the majority, I don't think it is, but beginning to see it. And so we shall see what we individually do about it in the coming years. But I am grateful for a most important 2023 on so many levels. Spiritual integrity has become the main anthem of my life. Being in integrity with the divine, in other words, no more mask, no more false representations on social media or any sort of platforms where that means like with followers and likes and reviews and how we're showing up and who we say we are versus who we really are and what we earn versus maybe what someone else did for us or provided for us. And it's just like, I want cleanliness in every single area. And so that's the journey that I continue to be on. And I will, I will clean anything up that isn't completely clear by the end of this year on every single level of my life so that I can move into 24 with a clear field because where our field is not clear, then this obviously will get in the way of what is truly meant for us in the highest integrity and authenticity. That's my lane. That's my jam. And what I'm also grateful for, obviously, is you taking the time to tune into Fire and Soul. The show's been around for five and a half years, and um, it has its ebb and flow of when we're really growing and when we kind of just, you know, are kind of hanging. And, and I'm here for all of it, and I'll continue to bring, you know, my guests, and I'm so grateful for my guests. I have to be honest, like, each one of the guests that I have brought on, for the most part, have completely changed my life. And I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful um, to be really connected to the teachings of Jesus as interpreted by Ajashanti, a a Zen Buddhist teacher that I hadn't come across until the summer of this year. And uh, and then I heard about a book that he wrote and narrated um, called Resurrecting Jesus. And I know I've shared about that here more than once. That book really impacted my life. I've now listened to it two times all the way through. And I do recommend that you listen versus just read because Ajashanti's voice is healing in and of itself. That'll drop you into a portal. You're like, whoa, everything is beautiful and divine and perfect, holy and wise. So Ajashanti's Resurrecting Jesus really got me present to how important Christ consciousness and that whole energetic is for me. And it's calling me into my way of being and leading and serving has everything to do with my life's journey and my soul's mission. Don't be confused 
and not to offend, but please don't confuse this with with the dogma and the indoctrination of religion. No, this this is the same Christ consciousness that Jesus was actually trying to share, right? Um, and so anyway, I'm so grateful. That's a huge part of 2023 for me. So grateful. My angels and my guides that are unfailing. And our relationship is deepening and my listening is becoming more attuned. And I'm going to share about that in a moment um, when it comes to sacred reciprocity. So I'm just so grateful to know that I'm being guided and to know how to listen to that guidance and for the beautiful blessings and gifts that it's brought into my life in the realm of friendship and family dynamics that are so healed with my father, with my mother, with my younger brother that I hadn't seen for years. Just so many blessings and relationships when we learn to alchemize even the hardest ones, and there's there's still two that are hanging for me. I've put it out there and I've asked, you know, to have a conversation when they're ready. And I'm just trusting that when and if that's meant to be, it'll be. Um, but I, I feel so clean and clear in my own heart, you know. And so relationships are everything, our, our relationships with our family. But of course, they can only be as deep and beautiful and clean and clear and honest to the degree that we are all of that with ourselves, the inner connection. And so that's what this year has been for me. I'm just so grateful for this journey. So grateful. I'm also extremely grateful for the fact that I know I have a spirit dog, <laughs> that, that Samson, I've now been told by Belinda Womack, who is my been a teacher to me and I've been working with her privately and in our most recent session, she let me know that yes, he has journeyed with me on many, many lifetimes and he is here to be of service to me. As much as I think I'm here to like take care of him and of course all that's true, he is here to, to serve me. And when I got clarity around that, I just can see him in a whole different way and he's one of the greatest gifts of my entire life. And to have that awareness in 2023 is just incredible. And the meaningful work, you know, um, in September, I got clarity also through a session with Belinda Womack that part of what I was doing wasn't really working anymore. I was I was out of balance. I was over delivering and over giving. And I'm specifically talking about soul circle. You know, I went through so much of part of my awakening. I didn't even know how to charge. I did not know how to charge. I didn't think it was right to charge. And that's a very common thing as it turns out. So what I did instead was like, okay, because I mean, I was sobbing. I was weeping with my mother one day and I was like, I can't charge all of this, this knowledge, this wisdom, you know, it was so sincere, you know, I'll never forget. I was sitting on her bed and she was lying down and I said, mom, like, what do I do? Like, I can't charge for this to build community in this way and for us to go deep within and to understand who we are and why we're here. And I mean, this has been on my heart since the very beginning of my awakening. And, um, and so then I settled on, okay, $111 a month and we'll just serve whomever feels called and there will always be enough. And (laughs) so I did do that. I did that for 18 months. And truth is, is that most of my older community, when I mean by older community, the community that knew me pre-awakening, right? Um, they didn't want it. They didn't want it. Not even at $111 a month. Now some did. There's a good, like, 10 or 11 that are really bonded and we're going to keep going. And I'm so grateful for that tribe. And if you're listening, I love you and you know, I do. We have cultivated something so profoundly special and transformational. So soul circle will not reopen to the public, but we, our little private group has figured out a way to just continue to, um, 
to evolve together in that sacred sisterhood, and that really is a sisterhood. Um, but what I did instead, as, as suggested by Belinda and the angels, was to flip the paradigm and to create something that was more sort of like mid-ticket. Some would even say higher ticket, but it's all relative. More, it's more mid-ticket for me. Um, and a really small, intimate group and really relying on my mastery, my gifts, while also um, offering up as the majority of the guidance in a six-month mastermind container, which is Magnetic Creator, uh, would be the inner unlocking, the inner awakening that makes all of the outer and external achievements, a course, a program, a podcast, a book, right? A retreat. Um, in, it would just happen in far more ease. And so I'm so grateful for that because in one round of Magnetic Creator, um, the revenue was more than more than 18 months of me working with over 200 women and many, many different rounds of Soul Circle. So when I began to listen in a new way, the abundance showed up in such overflow that there was zero efforting. I think I literally promoted on, I know I promoted once on social media about Magnetic Creator. I talked about it a few times here, obviously, and I think one email. So it was a very different energetic than how I used to promote and market. Um, so anyway, it was just interesting. I'm going to do all of the above for 24, but it's just like, wow, to be so in tune with what my community really wants and to really honor my gifts and not deny them as per Belinda Womack, like weave that in and then add the depth of consciousness, right? And spiritual awareness, because that is key. That's the divine integrity that I'm talking about. So I'm just so grateful to have so much clarity and fortitude around how I serve, who I serve, and what it's really all about, that it's all for the collective and for humanity and Mother Earth. So that feels so, so special and cool. A gentle interruption with a really beautiful opportunity. I have a, an invitation to extend to only four of you, whomever may be listening at this point. There are four seats that remain open for our Soul Essence Retreat. This is coming up in April of 24. And I really want you to head on over and just check it out to michelle-sorrow.com forward slash soul essence retreat. Oh, It's also on the tab called experiences. This is a nature inspired retreat experience in coming home to yourself, your true self, your soul's essence, your unique gifts, and how that will inform every area of your life, your leadership, your love is transformational. And I say that not because I'm just saying it, but because I have now been witness to so many of the testimonials that I was not present for when they were being recorded, nor did I see until actually about a month after uh, they were sent to me. And then I had Mark, my uh, pod and video editor, uh, put them into like 90 second clips. And so what's on the site now is so beautiful. And that's shared from our past retreat members experiences. I'm also happy to let you know that we have, uh, I think 90% of the women that are coming again or that are coming in April have come before. And that my friend says everything. This is like a reboot, a reconnect a replenishing on the deepest soul level that's also a ton of fun and joyful and deep and I'm I just would love to have you there if it calls this is a special opportunity to connect in person to connect 
with nature, to give back to Mother Earth, and to remember who you really are. You will leave feeling so full, brimming with love and joy and gratitude, and be deeply connected to these women that are on this path with you, on the path of awakening, growth-minded, heart-centered, beautiful souls. So if this piques your curiosity, definitely head on over to michelle-sorrow.com forward slash Soul Essence Retreat, Ojai. I'm excited to meet you there. All right. So speaking of beautiful visions for 24, I want to share something that has really been on my heart lately, and it's something around this term called sacred reciprocity. And inside of this, okay, imagine that you've got your big visions, right? And we talked about those. Oh, did we, did I rattle off those questions for you? I can't actually remember if I did. Well, let me actually offer up six questions for you to write down if you want. So grab a pen and paper if you can. And then I'm going to rattle these fairly quickly, but you can always pause if you want to come back and allow this for, to be a way that you process potentially with then what I'm going to say about sacred reciprocity for 2024. So they go together. Okay. So the first question would be what or why do I feel compelled to create? So let's imagine that you're wanting to bring something into the world for 24. Maybe you don't have total clarity on it yet, but the sacred reciprocity process that I'm going to teach or the share that I have to offer that will help you get there in a moment. So what or why do I feel compelled to create Two. What are my ultimate goals? Like for this lifetime, just go there. Getting that clarity is so, so essential. Okay. What thoughts and emotions do I want to inspire in others? What impact do I want to make on society? How do I want this project or this creation to help me grow? What you birth births you, right? And then finally, what magic and medicine do I wish to offer the world? Some of those questions could be overlapping for you. If they're not, then just go through and answer, but not before if you are willing or you feel called to consider the following. So some of us don't know exactly what we are here to create, right? And and what that would be much less the why. And so we want to learn to cultivate deep listening and, and an honoring in that way. And so what I wanted to share and what I've really come on to share about today is, is what I know for sure is there is something to be said for sacred reciprocity. This is an absolute knowing for me based on experience and observing in my own life. And I mean, it's just as clear as, as the sky is blue or gray or cloudy or stormy or whatever, right? Just as clear as the eye can see. So this would require us to wake up and remember who we are or what we are or however you refer to that. And then we begin to attune our listening in a different way. And the way that we attune our listening is the only portal is by slowing everything down and to allowing for the stillness and the quiet. And that can happen through spiritual ritual and practice. You know that I'm always talking about Um, you know, working with your personal sacred altar. I work with mine real regularly. And when I say real regularly, about two times a week, sometimes more, but usually it's two times minimum. And I'll spend anywhere from 20 to about 45 minutes up to an hour at my altar. And I like to use one song on repeat. that's on a Bluetooth speaker across, you know, the space. And I, I do mine at night and I will dim all the lights, light all the candles and the incense and all the things. And I sit on my meditation pillow and I wait 
I don't always know why I'm there, but I wait for what needs to come through, what wants to be revealed. And sometimes it's just the tiniest little tuck of some grief or some fear or some insecurity or some rage or some anxiety or whatever. And I can learn to be with it. Or I need to go back and edit a conversation. I mean, you know, there's, there's moments where we said and did things where we're like, wow, you know, I need to ask for forgiveness or, and then we, do we, do we actually take action on that? Which brings me to the next piece. Okay. So in order to be able to hear, we got to slow down to the speed of wisdom, which means we got to get quiet. Oftentimes we got a whole minute on our calendar and we just pick up our phone and like aimlessly, mindlessly scroll. So what would it be if we actually just closed our eyes and took a few deep breaths and connected to our spirit. So then what happens is when we do slow down, then we are able to hear the call and the call might just be one next step. Like we'll hear the call. No doubt you have heard the call, but the next step is to take action on that call. That's how we honor the call. And that, my friend, is how we get into what I call, and I've heard this before, and I don't even remember where I heard it. I heard the term and it just was like snagged my soul and I was like, yes, that's it. But then we hear the call and answer the call by taking the action. And now we are in the sacred reciprocity. Then universe, our angels and our guides, our whole entire divine team, they'll give us another message, another part of the call, right? Which is typically for us to take action on that next step. But do we actually honor that message, that call by taking the action? When we do, the more is downloaded. Now we are in this beautiful relationship with the divine. So we hear the call known as divine intuition, right? It's just a subtle message, still small voice, right? That is within, but we can't hear it if we're so distracted and it's so noisy and it's so busy in the mind. So we slow everything down through sacred ritual. We give ourselves access through the spaciousness that we've cultivated through the quiet to hear the call, which we've probably already heard anyway. And then we honor the call by taking that action, which could just be that first teeny tiny step. You do not need to know the whole pathway. Let the how be the wow, as Reverend Michael Beckwith likes to say. And then we'll hear another message. Another download will come through. And then here's what I want to say about the beauty and the richness of sacred reciprocity. The more that we honor the message by taking the action correlated to that message that requires oftentimes a tremendous amount of courage and bravery, right? <gasps> I have to do that or I have to say that or what? I don't know. But we do it. And then the next step is revealed. And then how do we honor the message coming through the download that is provided? We take the action. And now we are in sacred reciprocity. It's incredible. So we are no longer, no longer having to figure it out. It is revealed to us. And then our lives begin to take on this energetic of synchro destiny, synchronicities, right? Ease and grace. We are now working with universe and it's not just for the highest and best for our own little goals and dreams, right? It's in the highest and best for all, because if it's truly from the divine, and by the way, please be aware of the discernment that is needed for, is it ego that's hijacking higher self and disguised as something benevolent when it's in fact more mask? So just be aware of that and be willing to be courageous enough to be honest about that. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you right now, your community knows it anyway. 
(laughs) So you may as well get clear on what that is. I had to go through that this year. So I say that from a place of humility. And so the more that you're able to discern, does that come from ego? That ego wants me to think is higher self. Ooh, this is, this is in spiritual integrity, right? Clean that up. Get clear by more quiet, letting go of the ways in which you're numbing out and can't hear what wants to come through anyway. That listening, when it's super pristine, then you'll know. You will know the same way that even if you're not a musician, you can hear if a note is off key or off pitch, right? We just have this innate intelligence, this innate ability. So cultivate your knowingness so that what you are creating as a beautiful vision that you want to birth into 2024 is authentic and it's for the good of all. That is my deepest prayer because inside of those energetics and that pathway that you will forge in bringing this creation to life is elevating human consciousness and the overall vibration on the planet because we are tapped into our truth and our power and our presence. We have so many gifts that are just waiting to be ignited, that are waiting to be activated. And that's the whole point of fire and soul. So go forth, my love, (laughs) and amplify for the good from the good. And that sacred reciprocity will serve your mission in ways that I cannot wait to hear what you share with me, how they did. So with that said, ah, happiest of holidays in the most honorable way, right? Not the commercialism of of all of that, but just like the holiness of what this time represents and it's pure unconditional love for self and all. Mm. All right. So looking forward to reconnecting with you on January 9th. And until then, and without further ado, (laughs) back to your life, my friend, Ah, sending so much love and all the gratitude possible to be walking this path with you in this way. Much, much love. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.